Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Anthony Cordova. And I am Jill Cox Cordova. And I'd like to welcome you all today uh, to our listeners that have been listening to us for the last year. Thank you. Thank and, you. And welcome back. Thank you. For the people that uh, uh, haven't listened before, and this is the first time, uh, we'd like to welcome you. Welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and today, uh, it, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, it does have to do with relationships, but this goes more towards the Twilight Zone area. I can't even get it out. There we go. So today our topic is, oh, and I have to go back because I was getting ready to say that Jill and I could do this thing a few episodes back. Episode 51. Episode 51. And Jill wouldn't let me say it. That's right. I didn't want anybody to know. But here we are here telling we are. everybody. We're going to tell it all this time. This tell is all. This is something that very few people know about us. And we are, drum roll, Jill. You have a drum roll? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> you took away my energy, my, my, oh, my You're the gosh. one that plays the drums. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, we're announcing today that we are relationship whisperers. <laughs> now, the the way this came about, oh, yes, and we do have a segment. And our first segment is Stand By Your Stands. Jill, do, do you want to tell the audience how this started, that we are relationship whisperers? Well, first, I should, I think you should tell people what it is. Oh, what is a relationship What is a wait, relationship yeah, I was, whisperer? I was, I, was, I was getting to that. I guess I'm a little off today. Didn't have my Wheaties. Didn't have my secret Chinese herbs that I take that keeps oh, my mind. Super, our friend, the superhero <laughs> yes, gave Keeps you? my mind fresh. Superhero. He out. needs more. He I, wants I, to know where to get them. I, I, I need some more of that. But, uh, the thing is, uh, Jill and I have been together about uh, 15 years total since we started dating and yes. marriage and all, about 15 years. And we noticed over the years that if some friends, a friend of ours would bring someone that they're interested in, their new girlfriend or boyfriend or, you know, whoever it is, um, after meeting us... They left. They left. The person is no longer. <laughs> they got the, out of the relationship. They're no longer And you know dating. what? You know what? 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 They should have been gone. They should not. Our friends should not have been with that person. Yes. Or people to begin with. So. Well, but we didn't tell them to leave. No, we didn't tell them and to we, leave. We but didn't we, even but tell we found our friends. Out, that's right. We found out that if we know you're in a relationship that's not good for you, um, Somehow that relationship's going to break up pretty soon, you know, because after meeting us, somehow. Somehow, some way, even though we never say out loud to either of them that, that they should not be together. Right, right. We we never say that. but And they, to clarify, we also don't give like dirty looks and... You know, we're not rude or we, no, we don't we're do, just we nice. don't change our demeanor at all. We're just nice and we're ourselves. We're ourselves. Yes. Yeah. So um so but a few people had figured that out that 
Oh, we did they? Do, oh, yes. The, yeah, there's some of some of. Is yes. that why they stopped bringing people to us? No, that's why when they are really interested in someone, they, they do would bring, bring them. some. Yes. Oh, okay. So they they figured out. That yeah, some people have actually asked us. Yeah, check. You know, to check, check the person out. out. Yes. Yes. And and um. And they got like, married. Yeah, we're like batting a hundred. We are. We're, we're we are actually pretty, pretty accurate with this. So. What do we do with this gift we have, Jill? Because we don't advertise it that we do Until this. Now. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> we don't advertise it that that we actually can do this. But what what do we do with this? Well, I think that we we make other people aware that in a way we all do it for each other. So, for example, long before I met you. If I were interested, or even when I met you, let's go back to when we first met. It was what our very early on, like within the first month of dating. Yeah. You not only met some of my coworkers slash friends at the time, well, coworkers at the time slash friends, mm-hmm. but a few weeks later, all of us were at one of those friends' wedding. Uh-huh. Remember that? Yeah. And. I am the kind of person that normally I would not take someone that I just started dating to a wedding mm-hmm. because, you know. And most men are afraid to go to a wedding. Oh, but we had a dating. blast, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we did. So, but I knew, so in a way we all, when we invite uh, someone we're interested in to meet our friends and then our family, or vice versa, in that order, mm-hmm. we're really asking people to tell us what you think. Even though I have never said those words, I've never said, "Hey, what did you think of Tony?" That because the, I didn't care what they that, thought. Really, but that is true. But in many cases, the person won't get an honest opinion, or the person they're getting the opinion from, their thought process is a little off. Meaning like, what? Like, for instance, let's say a woman meets this really successful, intelligent man. He has everything going for him. Okay. Great job. He's up in the six figures. You know, his career is wonderful. Uh, it seems like he does nice things in the community. Um, he's a gentleman to her. Uh in public, but maybe he's a narcissist. Mm. So many people. That's a difficult personality to that, deal with. That's that's right. So many people may say, oh, he's a great catch. Because he they're seeing every, him on the outside. That That's right. Um, I'm saying that what we do, we're able to pick up on the cues that that person is a narcissist. Why do you in, think in that such we're a, capable in, of in that? In such a way, in such a way that that well, we really pay attention to what people say, what their demeanor is, well, all of all of these things. We so really pay attention we, to who the person is, who the person is, and not what they what do. they show they are. Yes, exactly. Um, so it's it's very easy to see because many that, people have a persona. They uh, have the exactly. they have the one that they present to the public. And to you even sometimes. And then when the doors are shut, they become an entirely different person. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, for for instance, I'm not giving any names. But That's there was good. there was someone that 
came to visit us and she was in a new relationship. And by all means, this guy seemed to be great. But he was saying things, he would he would put her in the car and say, let's go for a ride. And they uh. go riding through <laughs> neighborhoods and he'd say, do you want me to buy that house for you or that house for you or that house for you? And they hadn't been seeing each other that long. Yeah, Nor did and, they even live the, in the same place. That's right. It was a long distance state. relationship. <laughs> so um, very quickly we can see that if a man is trying to buy his way into this relationship to make it happen. He's the type of person that feels like he can make anything happen that he wants. So Because you are the chosen one. You, she's the chosen she's, she's one. She's the chosen and, one. So and, let's do this. And, and very often, you know, people that are in powerful uh, uh, positions or, you know, they make a lot of money, they, they begin to think they can buy what they want. Well, often and, you, you make you a know, good even point. People in well, relationships. often if you, if you're a, a, I've met many people and so have you, Tony, um, in which the, on a daily basis, when they go to work, they are in charge. They're quite decisive. Mm-hmm. You know, they lead people that that's who they, that's who they are at work. And there's nothing but wrong some, with that in your business. In your, in your business. But yes. sometimes they can't separate that from when they're in a personal relationship because they're so used to making decisions for everybody. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And but in this in this particular case, um we did give her a couple of things to well, she watch asked. out for. She asked. She actually and, came to the house we, to ask. And we we gave her a few things. Uh, you need to watch out for this and you need and, 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 and you need to tell him to tell slow him his this, roll. And, yes, we, slow your roll. <laughs> slow your roll. Well, I they probably broke up that Weekend, probably. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it was that quickly, but <laughs> but, but the by relationship the time, didn't last. The next much time longer. I I contacted her, she she said that the relationship was al- was, was, was already over. Yeah. So you um, know, but but can I say this? When sometimes people do move quickly because maybe they're of a particular age where they just know. Yeah, but moving quickly, if you're because we discussed this in other. Um, episodes, you know, I often say, if you're younger, take your time. As you get older, if you're if you're in your 70s or so and it's a new relationship and you like this person, you probably know what you really like by this point. And don't waste the time because, you know, life is short. There's right. not much time left. I, I, I can understand that. But, but it takes two to tango. You have to make sure that the other uh, person is in, of that same mindset. So for example, when, when you and I first met, you let me know within the first month of dating that you weren't looking to date just to date, to have a companion to go out with from time to time. Yeah. I was dating at that point in my life. I was dating in the view of marriage. Right. So it turned out you weren't married, marriage material. I would have been, it would have been goodbye. (laughs) Well, that sounds like another episode to talk about what is marriage material? Who does that apply to? That's a whole other episode. It it is another episode. So anyway, over the years, we have become and the uh, relationship whispers because of things like this. And yeah, so we but, you know, we don't want to scare our listeners by making them think if you show if you bring your significant other or your partner or someone new in your relationship to to us, you're going to break up. 
No, we're you not know, saying that. Because but sometimes if you ask us, we'll tell you whether you need to be with him or her or not. Right. <laughs> but so what we're really saying is is that many times people have brought someone they're interested in to for us to to meet and the relationship didn't last. So we're not saying that we caused it. No, we don't cause we it. We caused it, but we weren't surprised because we didn't think you should be together anyway. in the first place. Yeah. But on the flip side, people have brought people to us and they've gotten married. Exactly. But those are the people that we're like, oh, now they're good together. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, to each other, we say that. Yeah. Or we might even say it to them. When it's good news, we actually tell you. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, you know, I, I, I really thank God that we are good together because in the past, I would not have been good marriage material. <laughs> Again, we need to do a whole episode about marriage material. It took a long time for me to get this way. <laughs> I'm glad I am. <laughs> but what but... makes you a, a great relationship whisperer? That's our topic. Well, what what makes me a great relationship whisperer is that I have been in a whole lot of bad relationships. So it's very easy for me to determine really quickly whether this is a good thing or not. Um, you know, a person can marry a person or, you know, have a lifelong relationship with a person, committed relationship. And then after 20 years, 30 years, they realize they're not fulfilled. They're not happy. It's because. Did they just suddenly feel it or they've been feeling it all along? They've always, because they may have made concessions. Right. To maintain this relationship. So once you begin to make these concessions that take you away from who you truly are, eventually you're going to regret it. Eventually, because you're not being yourself. You're not being honest with yourself. You're not living the way you would love to live. Like, for instance, if a person is a dancer and their 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 uh, partner is a business person, not very artsy or anything, right? Okay. And that person says, hey, you know what? You're not making any money with that dancing. Um, You know, I make enough money. You can just stay home and do whatever you want. And this person is always at them. You know, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that instead of being supportive of what they do. So maybe the person says, oh, you know, there's... They're right. I'm I'm not getting anywhere with this dancing thing that I love so much. And they stop. They just stop. And they live life and raise children and all of that. But they're still missing something. And it resurfaces. It'll it'll eventually surface. And then, you know, the guy is taken by surprise when he's, you know, 62 years old and his wife says, I want a divorce. Why? Because you don't support me. Well, she holds some responsibility in that because she knew she he didn't support her from the beginning. So um, and I'm not saying this uh, a right or wrong, but really, really try to choose the right person. Don't overlook so many things. And then there's other things you need to overlook. <laughs> you know, some things are not that important. 
True. You know, like so you're hey, saying he he left the toilet seat up. That that's that's not a good reason not to be married to this guy or 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 something. So you're saying what makes you a good relationship whisperer is your bad your what the lessons you've learned from previous yes, bad from relationships. Previous bad relationships. And I and I'm guilty of so many things. I'm guilty of when I was driven by nothing but money, I was guilty of being attracted to women that made a lot of money. Okay? Guilty. Well, I'm glad you they, didn't need that when they, you met me. <laughs> they, and by all means, in my heart, I knew they were wrong for me, but I was attracted to the money. So that's, that's my fault. But wouldn't you say that as we age, our priorities change? So in our 20s, in, in my 20s, I was focused on career going as as high on the ladder as I could the corporate ladder that I could and I'm glad I had that experience of you know because I would just pick up and move because it was a better position Mm -hmm. and I didn't you know have to worry about you know asking someone else you know hey you want to move to such and such city Mm -hmm. you know or whatever I could just decide if I wanted to go to that place and and work. And so it was career, career, career. Although I did get married the first time in my twenties. Right. How long, (laughs) how long did that last? Four years. (laughs) But anyway, when I got in my thirties, I got wiser and my priorities changed. And you're in your, in your thirties, what were you saying then? You were, I just want to be happy. Ah. Whereas before happy was having the right job, and making the right money. Okay. okay. But in my 30s, I just wanted to be happy. So my definition of a good job changed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then also love. You know, everybody wants love, mm-hmm. right? So I would agree with you that what makes me a good relationship whisperer is not only my past and the lessons I learned from previous relationships, but also being with you, who am I with you? And what do we have that I think makes us have a good relationship? So when I'm meeting people for the first time and they're in a relationship and with someone that I know well, mm-hmm. I know well what the person I do know wants and needs. Mm-hmm. And so I look at them with the eye, sometimes a side eye. of hmm that's not gonna be good for him or her you know and we tend you know people meet us and they just tell us their life stories without us asking that happens to us often yes quite often so people when they meet us just start maybe they were hiding something before but they just start talking that's where the where the where the whispers with relationship whisperers. But since we're saying that our previous experience in, you know, relationships, our our previous encounters and lessons that we learn made us a relationship whisperer, wouldn't that mean that our listeners could also be their own relationship whisperer? Yes. Um it's it's much more difficult to do it 
For yourself. For yourself when you're in these relationships. Um, you know, you get in the new relationships and everything is fresh and new and exciting. Don't believe the hype. And That's what you always yes, tell me. Yes, I always say that. <laughs> but, you know, but but both both parties involved, they're experience the same thing. You know, they're, they're in this new relationship and everybody's excited and, and they're hiding things from each other, which is awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number one lesson. Don't hide. Don't hide stuff. Yes, because if yourself. you have to pretend, and not it. everything needs to be divulged, but certain things about your personality that you realize that if I marry this person, I have to keep this lie for the rest of my life. No, no. it's who you are. That puts yourself in a prison. Yes. Yeah, you know, so you're you can't always be free trying to, to, to be hide, who you really are. Hide this, so you know. And yes. if you do feel that you can't be free to be who you are, as we always say, what what's that one three letter word you always tell people? What's the three letter word? You don't remember? No, tell me. You always tell people run. <laughs> it's it's much easier said than done. I do understand. It sure is. That. It much sure is, especially if your feelings are already. You know, if you're already vested. Yes, yes. And and I do want to say something about the relationships of people that didn't last after they met us. It wasn't our friend that ran. That's it right. Was it was the other, other person. person. That is correct. Um, In all those situations, it was, that's exactly that's what happened. Right. It was the other person. The other person. In the fact, one in we the beginning, wasn't good for our friend. Yes. In was, fact, in the beginning, the I was like. What are what are these people, you know, when we would find out that the other person ran, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, what is it about the, us that makes them think, you know, they can't stay in this relationship with the other person? But I can I can I can tell you exactly what it is. Go for it. Um, it is they knew they could hide who they were from our friend because they were emotional, but they knew very quickly they couldn't hide it from us because we could catch on very quickly. Like there was one case where- The bookstore? Yes. I, I asked. <laughs> I, so I asked this woman who was dating a friend of mine. I asked her, um, I said, where did you meet? And she says, oh, we met at a bookstore on uh, Camp Creek Parkway. And it's Camp Creek Parkway. Said, Which was way away from way where or, she, she lived. She lived like, on, like way. On, way out on the east side of town somewhere. So it was like at least 35 miles away for her. So I say to her, I say, well, you know how people are in Atlanta? You know, we have we have so much in Atlanta. And just about every area has the same thing. So every area has a Borders bookstore. Every, well, not Borders anymore. No, it's not Borders. No, I, it was... Was it a Borders? No, they were in it was a, a Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. So you know, but you you know what I'm saying. All around town, we all have the same kind of stuff. We tend to stay in right our around, in our own community. In our own community, especially since it does take a while to drive from one part of Metro Atlanta yes. to another. So I asked. I said, "Well, wait a minute. You were all the way out on Camp Creek Parkway. So you know, that's like a." you know, hour drive for you, you know, everywhere in Atlanta is an hour. I said, why did you go to that particular store? Was hoping, she said, oh, they had a special event there or something <laughs> like that. That's what I was hoping. She said, no, I, I just 
decided to go to that bookstore. So you know me, I'll kind of say anything. And I was like, hmm. It's a hookup. I said, were you looking for a man when you went there? She was like, oh, I was surprised she answered me honestly. She did. She said, yes, I was. <laughs> and I said, okay, And our then. friend is a reader. <laughs> That's right. You know, so, so he's she, in bookstores all the time. She figured she can find an intelligent man in the bookstore. And he is intelligent. I found you in a bookstore. You did. You found me in a bookstore. So, but anyway, so somebody told her, well, if you want an intelligent man, go to a bookstore. But why that one? Because that was in the black side of town. (laughs) That's why. That's That's... why that one. So, um. Anyway, she was quiet after she she answered you because she suddenly realized, oh my gosh, I just told him. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. And, then, and you could see it. All of a sudden, she just stopped talking. That's right. So my, my point is that she wasn't being honest. And so that it, luckily it came out early. Yes. She wasn't being honest with him right. or anyone else. So anyway, it's time for our next segment called Give It a Rest and a Resolution. Now, Jill. What do you have to say about this? How do you weigh out? On well, my this? conclusion is that I think we all know relationship whisperers, and I don't think it's a bad thing to rely on them. So the the thing about when you're in a relationship with someone is that they're not just connected to you unless you hide them. <laughs> they're connected to everybody you know that you spend time with. So it would it it would benefit you, I think. If you brought a relationship whisperer in. Is that all you have to say? On That's that? my conclusion. Yes. Well, my conclusion does not agree with yours. Oh, surprise, Sorry. surprise. I don't believe everyone is a relationship whisperer. I didn't say that. What did you say? I said that we all know someone who is. I don't believe we all know someone that is a relationship whisperer. I, I don't at all. I don't at all because I have seen many, 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 many times where their friend would say, oh, yeah, they're great. They're wonderful. That's the one. But they're the wrong one. The same people that say that kind of stuff later are the ones that try to steal your man or your woman well, or you something like that. Well, you got to choose the so, right one. But even when you choose <laughs> the right one, you never the, you have to be sure that the person is coming from a pure space. Uh, of course, of course. And has no ulterior anything because that person that has the best thing in mind for you also may not be right. Um, right. Because we, we happen to be 100%. Yes. We're, we're batting 100%, but there's a chance that one day we may not be right. I doubt it. There's a chance. <laughs> I doubt in it. In 15 years so far, we haven't well, yes, been wrong. So, so but we could be wrong. True. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time for our last segment. I'm trying to help you. So, Jill. So, Jill. Do you have any tips or anything for? Yes. My tip relates to the conclusion that you just made. And that's. Sometimes you just have to go with your gut, your instincts, because even if someone else tells you that somebody, perhaps they tell you that someone is right for you, but you have this nagging feeling that they're not, 
Guess which one uh, of you is right? That's, that's You are. That's a very good point. Uh, and my tip is, and it, I know I sound like a broken record. This is not run. I'm not going to say run. But truly, <laughs> you truly need to be happy with yourself and who you are and how you get to that point. It's not as easy as I'm just saying it. I think one day we should have a show on just that. How do you become happy with yourself? Yes. Um, because once you once you are truly happy with yourself and there's, you don't put any of these pressures on yourself, which we often we're the ones that put the pressure on ourselves. It's usually not other people. It's usually us. And we have control of that. So uh, be happy with yourself and it'll be much easier for you to to decide whether a person is right for you. So good, that's, good advice. That's what I, that's what I got on that. So um, it's time to close out the show and Jill, you're the best at this. So have at it. There you go. Well, you've been listening to I'm right. I'm right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Shout out to Gifford Ivan Cordova, the third for the music, Nick Zinke for the art listeners. We thank you. And we still need to know what topics you'd like us to pursue, as well as don't forget to let us know what have you done differently. differently. Yes, this differently. is 2020. The year the of doing, year something, of doing different. something different. Yes. All I've right. Done some things. Bye, everybody. Bye.